Hey, what's good, everyone? It is Samir from Beat Final Podcasts. Hope you're all well. Just taking this quick time to uh, make a little shout out to our sponsors. Definitely recommend this one. Check it out. This podcast is sponsored by the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand, Aotearoa. The Music Producers Guild is an advisory service that assists and empowers our music producer industry here in New Zealand. Members get personalized contracts for their music production, free Serato Studio Sample and DJ Pro, access to discounted audio equipment and software, and advice from industry professionals. Buy your plugins through the Music Producers Guild website to help support us all in growing our community. For more information and to sign up as a member, please visit www.mpgnz.co.nz. Huge shout out to the Music Producers Guild of New Zealand for sponsoring Beat Fino. Super, super stoked to be able to share such a positive, positive driving force for New Zealand music on the world stage. Uh, please check them out. Super stoked to be uh, in the guild myself. And I know for a lot of you guys wanting to take their music to the next level, uh, super, super honored to have this opportunity to be around the industry professionals and uh, soak up all the benefits. Back to here to the podcast. Thank you so much all for uh, hanging in and enjoying this testimony so far. Feel free to uh, pop a little message in to our page. Let us know how you've enjoyed this podcast. And stay tuned for more B-Fino episodes. But here, back to the podcast. Here on B-Fino Podcasts. Sweet. So welcome everyone to B-Fino Podcast. My name is Samir, DJ Dectric. And this week we are joined... By Blueprint. What's up, my man? How's it going, bro? Oh, so going? good. I'm, uh, you know, level three just makes you feel like uh, I'm out of jail, you know? Eh? It's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. Yeah, yeah. And you've been keeping uh, busy during this time, you know, all that free time, I guess, to work on tunes? Um, yes and no. I mean, I've got lots done, but I feel like I've had more time than what I've spent actually getting things done, you know? Yeah, me too, me too. <laughs> but no, I think I've got I've got a decent amount done, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was so cool to see the uh, Iwi Masterclass last night. It's really cool because I think when, as soon as you actually get to see how everyone's got their own process, there's like these little bits that everyone can apply in their own, like, yeah, everything's just a remix. I say on 100%. the podcast, day, so um, and I think that that's a big thing with taking um, lessons of any kind or watching lessons or whatever is don't don't do the lesson thinking you're going to do it exactly how they do it. Like you want to take the things that you need from the lesson and put it into your own practice rather than just um, copying directly what's happening in the in the lesson. You know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's so cool because we we'll probably touch that on soon. But um, yeah, you've definitely got a bit of a background in in the whole teaching thing. So I, I really appreciated the uh, the masterclass. But yeah, kind of uh, getting back to uh, how things are going, man. Uh, so yeah, apart from lockdown, sort of hips. Uh, yeah, what's what's been new, man? You've you've got a few tunes on the way soon, right? Yeah, I've um spent the last sort of what like seven months, I think I worked out. Just sort of backing up some tunes, you know, getting a wee bank there because I was not happy with some of the songs I had ready to release and I was like, eh, okay, I'll just take my time here. So I'm finally ready to release the music. I've got 
one coming out next Sunday, um, Mother's Day. Great. Gift to all the mothers. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, sweet. Looking forward. And I have another release date that I can't really say anything about yet, but that's for July. And uh, I also have another song coming out with a friend of mine at the end of May as well. Um, so right. two tunes this month, which is pretty cool. Oh, dope. We're, um, the podcast is out. People will be listening around June, so... I'm sure yeah. that uh, there'll be a few tunes already ready for people to listen to. And yeah, uh, yeah man, that's exciting. So I can drop some feedback on this, on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's dope. And yeah, man. So covering a bit more about you and for people who uh, might not have heard of you before, run us down, man. Um, how'd you get into music? And yeah, what are you up to these days? Um, how did I get into music? Uh, yeah. Like a while ago like a while ago wow uh i think about six to seven years ago i sort of i was living in auckland doing uh just working and uh i've always sort of been surrounded by music in a way and um i don't know i just got into into electronic music at a time and wanted to be a dj so i got into it and uh started you know trying to DJ, I guess. Yeah. In my, yeah, yeah. In my lounge, you know how it is. Yeah, hard. You, know, you, you get into it by just having a go. And I decided that after a wee while, I decided that I didn't want to do what I was doing in Auckland anymore. So I left and headed down to Christchurch and um, went to Mainz in 2014 and did that. Um, for that year, that was that was an epic year. Met some really cool people, learnt a lot, and then since 2014, I've just been grinding. Um, I didn't release a whole lot of music for the first sort of three to four years. Like I just, I tried to do what I could, you know. Um, and then after that, I started to get a bit better and a bit more confident in myself with what I was making and releasing a bit more. Yeah, um, and now I'm based in Dunedin, just still grinding. Wow, that's amazing! So it's it's definitely like a kind of the longer journey, I guess. Like initially, not really having too much of a musical background. Like I'm guessing you didn't have any like musical people in the family, no. or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> not so much. Like I mean, my dad, my dad's played instruments, and my brother plays the guitar, and but I've never really played an instrument. It's just been, I've, I've surrounded myself with music in, in general. And yeah. um, always, you know, always been the kid like, oh, what's this song? What's this song, bro? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah, the, before Shazam was around, that was like the big novelty <laughs> yeah, of like exactly getting into right, electronic yeah. music. You're like, wait a second. This is like my like CeeLo Green acapella with some like house beat under it. What's this all <laughs> yeah, about? Right, and yeah. The whole world just expands. You know, electronic music is, is uh, it's so vast and I, I actually pretty much came through the same thing. No no musical yeah. background really from the family and uh, especially just coming having my youth days and, and quickly coming upon uh, Dead Mouse and, and those initial things where yeah, if you ran you to electronic, you, you, you kind of get left in a big uh, amazement of, of where everything's coming from. So yeah, yeah it's, quite, exactly. it's quite cool as well because we've both been in it for a while just to see 
how much things have changed from the distribution side of music, right? Yeah, 100%. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's still not great, but um, <laughs> there's always something wrong with distribution, whether it be you can't do this or you can't do that mm. um, on whatever website you use. But I remember when I didn't even know how to put things on stores and um, upload yes. them to Spotify and whatnot and get it onto yeah, me too. Yeah, playlists yeah. or get reposted by blogs or get get noticed by blogs, you know. And then I remember the days of when TuneCore came around and yeah. RootNote came around. RootNote was free. Yes, that's it was right. you that told me about RootNote. Yeah, wow, well, yeah, yeah, you're not the first person on the podcast who said that, so uh, it's cool. Yeah yeah, 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 that's cool. Use that for a bit, and now there's you know there's there's so so many and. Yes, it's funny because I'm actually coming back around to TuneCore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's some things that are really vamping up now from not just a distribution service, but all those little extras that really make a difference, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, I'd, I've just I've been using. Well, I haven't really been using it, but I've been dealing with DistroKid a lot lately over the last sort of year, and uh, I've just had some issues with one of my releases, and it's just been really hard to get in contact with a real human being. That's it. That's it. There's so, so much more fast. You know, you need you need to be able to get in contact with someone so that you can get things sorted when you've got an issue. Mm, yeah, exactly. So I've decided to just sort of move back to TuneCore because I've got everything that's necessary, I guess, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's um a fair point about people who may not know too much about distribution is there is a lot more than meets the eye initially but uh it's come a long way i guess hasn't it bro like i know when yeah. we we started it, it's just like not approachable without a label at all and um, yeah. that's, that's something that really um makes you feel like yeah the actual ability for you to you know express yourself creatively is so much more distant but uh yeah, yeah just to have where it is now just to have it where it's it is. crazy how far it's come in such a short amount of time as well like if you think about how far you know what the 70s and 80s you it was pretty hard to get music released unless you were on a label <clears throat> and even then it was hard to get on a label and then yeah you know what like 10 or so years before we even started it was exactly the same just a bit easier to get yeah, noticed because CD, you had more CD people CD. in the industry you know yes but now we've got more of the internet the internet's expanded so much that there's this whole you know this whole other section just for music and they've created this whole online version of music so it's just so much easier for everyone exactly exactly i think just to just to know how much of the internet is music is just yeah mind-blowing right yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly it's it's done it's done a lot for us um it's good to see that things like vinyl haven't disappeared in the process though exactly exactly there's there's a real kind of appreciation when you get into music because especially with the sampling thing and, and especially like in terms of how much easier things like music technology from Serato and, and all these new companies sort of embrace the remix culture of mm. yeah, celebrating the past and still utilizing it. And, and you know, kind exactly, of um, yeah. San Holo always had sort of like the respect to the remixes where he wouldn't want to like stuff up his remixes he made. So he was always trying to say, you know, respect the respect the artist, respect the remix, and um, yeah. I think that just goes to show that it's not a big uh, thing that some of these older generations start to see as a 
Oh, we're back to our day with all this real music, so we we try to keep the balance, eh, don't we? <laughs> yeah, exactly, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, so that's a bit about, I guess, music history for everyone who's kind of new to it, eh? They can get a gauge on how we've been able to uh, circumnavigate. But uh, yeah, more so on the production side, bro. Um, you're a talented producer, bro. I've got to say it right now. And uh, it was such a pleasure and honor doing a collab with you, man. Uh, that was my yeah. first ever collab, like, legit, like, it's really? not, just, not just, like, collab online, that was just my first ever collab in general, bro. Oh, honoured, honoured. Yeah, man, it was, uh, yeah, it, it, it went was well. Cool, man. Yeah, it did go really well. I'd, I don't know, it just clicked for me. I, you sent me the stems that you'd made so far, and I was like, yeah, sick. Yeah. I, can, I can do something to this, and it just worked. It was, it was easy. Yeah, yeah, I think we even copped it, um, started all that back from the I Like Bangers group, which is which is a good yeah. throwback a lot of people too, again, will remember it, but uh, yeah. it's, it's really cool because it's, it's still alive and well, and, and even things like Basement, it's it's become this thing where there's so many points you can <laughs> look back to and say, oh yeah, there's like a little community <laughs> that come together, yeah. and uh, all the stuff that you hear now, it's kind of got its roots, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure, yeah. definitely, it's cool to look back on, I. Yeah. I'm starting to see that a lot more now as I grow older. Yes, yes, the, all of those little pinpoint moments, right? Yeah, <laughs> cool. yeah. Yeah, no, that's solid, bro. So, yeah, touching more on production, uh, was there much of a journey towards uh, how you taught yourself and the advent of sort of tutorials online, or was it more just lots and lots of years of just messing around? Um, well, when I, I mean, like, as I said, I went to Maine, so I learned, you know, everything that was that I was taught at Mains, I guess. Yeah, I learned yeah. at Mains, and then um, the first couple of years, I just yeah, I just sort of mucked around and tried to make things, and I wasn't really sure what direction I wanted to head down. I knew I wanted to make trap, but my head wasn't there. You know, there was just something that hadn't clicked yet. Yeah, and just. I tried to do the heaps of collabs and eventually I was like, man, I need to stop doing collabs. So I did a couple of solos back and forth and uh, met a couple more people and worked with a couple more people. Um, met some bigger artists through being a promoter and being involved with events and stuff and got advice from other people. Moved through my career basically and um, Eventually now I've come to find a sound that I, you know, I, I sort of stick to or uh, the, the sound behind Blueprint, I guess, for the time being. I like to think that artists sort of adapt or evolve or develop over time because, you know, like otherwise they're always just the same. There's always going to be a sense yeah. of Blueprint or a sense of whatever artist you're listening to when you're listening to them in exactly. their songs. but. I still think that, um, like, <clears throat> MRO, for instance, um, I remember when he, he was, when he first joined Quali the Quality Goods family and he yeah. was making really, like, um, real groovy trap beats, you know, yeah. um, like Oski style sort of shit back then, you know, like really good stuff. And uh, now he's making real vibey stuff and it's, yes. it's always been epic, but you always yes. know that it's Anne. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, and yeah, so I guess I've kind of, in my own way, done that kind of thing. I've just over time gotten to the point that I'm at now. That's um, so cool, bro. I learned mostly from watching other people getting older and smarter in general. I just sort of learned to understand things in different ways as I got older, you know. Yeah, and yeah. Now I'm making songs that I'm not too happy. I mean, I'm not too, yeah, you know, exactly. I'm pretty happy with them. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting. It's an interesting thing, the whole self-doubt thing or whatever, you know, your self-reflection um, with music. But um, I've gone through a lot of phases where I'm like, yeah, that's sick. And phases where I've been like, no, I don't really like that anymore, you know. Yes, yes, I'm at, yes. A, I'm at a pretty good point at the moment where I'm quite happy with the stuff that I'm making, so... Yeah, exactly. Just riding that wave, you know. <laughs> nah, that's awesome, bro. I I totally feel you. The 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 whole um, music energy is it has its ups and downs of creativity, and like you said, the confidence as well. So I yeah. I like to think that you know if you're really in the the sort of the full spectrum of inspiration of music, you you tend to change up your styles, but you still have that sort of sound that people hear, whether it just be the way you like to lay down your drums or chords there's always the most smallest things that people can mm. pick up and say hey that's mm. that's that artist style i'm sure and and you know long and behold uh people have been able to prove that it doesn't you don't have to stick to one style of music and i think it died no, really quickly there's, you know? no, there's no rules there's yes, no yes. rules at all and that's the thing i mean like you look at flume for instance he's another one like yes he's developed over time but if I went and made a song like Flames, everyone would be like, what are you doing, bro? Exactly, because I, I know for but a fact. It would fact, be a dope song if exactly, he released it. You exactly. You know what I mean? Like, so exactly. It's not cool until you make it cool. Like, it's just, you can do anything. There's, there's absolutely no rules. Exactly. I, I think you've raised a really good point about, like, Flume and people who know Flume. There's, there's actually so much more there when you think about it in terms of a generation of people accepting music that doesn't fit a norm or, or a mm. box like what we have today i think a lot of people know for a fact flume pushed the needle so hard on yeah, uh and yeah music even then like i quite openly i'd encourage more randomness more experimental music like what he did when he first started like now more than ever we need new stuff you know like we need new music like i don't who cares what it is as long as it sounds sick people are going to listen to it like hard hard you, hard. you gotta let the music do the talking nowadays yes yes exactly a exactly. lot of people in the industry now so like you know the only way to really shine amongst everyone is to put out just something fresh and original i mean i'm all for making a track that sounds like um you know sounds like skrillex or sounds like whoever you know but yeah. like you, you, you've still got to have your original elements and Definitely. yeah yeah no i totally wholeheartedly agree with you there and i know everyone tuning in will start to really sort of uh pin the nail on what it kind of takes you past being a well-known good producer to someone who's like remembered you know uh beyond mm. time so that's that's really cool yeah well that's exactly it isn't it yeah it's a, it's a very long men's game like or it's, yes it's, You've got to be extremely patient if you really, really want to make something of the music industry. Yes, exactly. Like ten years is 
is nothing. It's, it's like the tedious is the ambition phase, I think. <laughs> if yeah, you're really sure. like into that long game. So, nah, I feel you, man. And covering a bit. I also fully think that you like you need to be willing to do anything in terms of like you know somebody might be like hey do you want to come look after this artist at this show like you need to step into the promoter life and the, like the label life almost just like delve yes. into them but kind of always remember why you started doing it like you want to like for me for instance i want to be the artist that's my yes. main goal but i've got all these other side things that i do you know exactly yes but it's about understanding all aspects of the circle wow yes 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 oh, really? you know what i mean that's, that's more than ever a, a skill for upcomers because it, it's so much more involved now. Absolutely, uh, like making music is 10% of it, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, 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 <laughs> you've just laid it down, bro, and um, I'll never forget, you opened my eyes to a lot, uh, especially when we finished our collab, uh, actually getting it out there. But uh, to this day, I'm like, uh, yeah, puppet in training, bro. It's um, climbing down from the roof of... It's good fun, oh, I can do this for myself I, I and realizing it 10% is actually... Uh, um, yeah, yeah, exactly, bro. Mm. So, nah, it's, it's a good journey, and I, I'm looking forward to learn more as we uh, we all are. So, covering more on the DJ side, uh, I know there's been a few cool gigs you've had the uh, pleasure and honor of playing. So, uh, was the nat- natural progression into DJing um, something that you sort of just built over time? And do you think the music um, producing helps out? Yeah, for sure. Like when I first went to Mains or started at Mains, the reason I went to Mains was to become a DJ, not a producer. You know, I was like, oh yeah, it'd be cool to learn how to make music. Like, yeah. Um, oh. But I want to learn to DJ, and then I I got the bug, bro, and I learned how to produce. Well, I was real bad, but mm. I learned how to make dates, and um, yeah, I got the bug, and I just was like, oh yeah, cool. If, if I'm gonna do this, I don't know. I just clicked in my head like. If I want to actually be something, then I can't just be some dude that plays other people's music. I've got <laughs> yeah, to make yeah. my own music and make my own music popular. People need to like my music. So I was like, I'm going to get really good at this. And like, oh, I tell you what, man, I'm lazy. So I've been <laughs> real bad. It's taken me a long time. But um, yeah, that's kind of what the produ- how the production started. Yeah. DJing. Um, yeah, it kind of started there and then. I already sort of, you know, I did the whole bedroom DJ sort of taught myself thing until that. And then I learned properly. Um, and then about, I don't know, like a third or so, a half, halfway through the first, or well, the year at Mains, um, the wall started down here. And I just got in touch with them. Was that, hey, can you get involved? Yeah. And in all honesty, like, yeah, I've just done so many different gigs with those guys. Mm. Um, and then of course 018 it changed to 018 um, yeah done a lot of cool gigs with them yeah, as well um, I did The Wall in Auckland Sydney and Dunedin um, just a bunch of different occasions which has been it's been cool to experience that kind of thing as well yeah yeah. Um, I've played a couple more Auckland gigs since then, um, played a show, a pre Beijing show in Nelson, start of the year. Um, a couple of little festival shows, nothing too major. But I've done some really cool things. Supported a lot of big trap guys um, Graves, Uzi, Oski, yeah. Hydraulics, Heap. All, all the good guys, all the OGs. 
Yeah, yeah. Um, I sort of really died down on doing events or just playing events. Um, what, like, the start of last year, I think? Yeah. Or maybe the end of 2000, uh, 2018 sort of thing? Yeah, yeah. Because when I first started, man, like, I was doing gigs every weekend, just playing, like, you know, club DJ stuff, like, playing house to rich people with drunk cocktails, and I was yeah. loving it, but, like, I did it for two years straight, and eventually I was like, meh, I'm just going to do the gigs that I really enjoy and I want to play as an artist. Cool, cool, yeah. Um, and so since then, yeah, I've done some cool ones. Last year we did a bunch of shows in Dunedin, um, and that's kind of what prompted the move to Dunedin. Um, I did one I did the Quicks after party last year in Auckland as well which was cool nice yeah nice but, it's, it's yeah, cool. just been keeping the shows pretty low key because I don't I also don't mm. want people to get sick of me seeing me all the time because these yeah. DJs that are playing like everybody weekend and it's like man <laughs> yeah like, I know exactly what you mean there's only so much you can keep it, like, yes yes exactly just, you know Constant, yeah, yeah, yeah constant. There's also just so many DJs out there, man. Like, so many kids that are so talented that could be having a jam when there's same old people, you know. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's so hard when you know there's only so much room, but you mm. have people who just, yeah, constantly play every week, and you're like, well, this isn't ideal, but I understand everyone's yeah. in it for them. It's not always um, up to the DJs or not yeah, always exactly. up to the promoters either, but. Exactly, yeah. You know, quite often it's a money issue, but yeah, yeah. I, I, I just don't. I don't like playing too much. Otherwise, it becomes this just this big thing. Yeah, you, yeah. You don't necessarily lose the passion, but you lose the drive. Yes, 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 yes. And the, the, re- of the amount of reward. <laughs> you know, like you don't get as much of a reward if you're doing it all the time. Yes, yes. Compared to like, yeah, the the, the joy of putting your whole artwork out there and and knowing mm-hmm. that it, there's so much of sort of yourself out there um mm, exactly yeah. production you know and people know the the work it takes to sort of produce music as well so i'm i'm, I'm on the same vibe brother like uh there's only so much i um really feel like djing like i think you and i can both agree sometimes you just you really think okay i've actually done a whole lot, lot more dj gigs than i thought i'd ever do yeah you, you, yeah you know, say well a lot of my bucket list goals I had when I was young ticked them off and it's like there's only so much you want to go for until, uh, until yeah. maybe give someone else a dose so I like that we're it both like, up there you know it, it, it also kind of depends on how you look at DJing as well like and how you look at doing a gig or how you look at doing an event or whatever you sort of see an event as yes. you know you could when I was doing those club DJ weekends, you know, every weekend when I first started, I was just like, oh yeah, I'm just DJ- I'm DJing this weekend, and I'm DJing yeah, at the club this weekend, bro. You should come down and have a cocktail, and I'll play some house tunes. Yeah, the whole come on. Yeah. And now my perspective of doing an event is, I go, people book, book Blueprint, and they come along to hear my style of music and my music. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I put, you know, I put everything into my shows. Um, and that's my performance. That's me putting yeah. all myself out there. It's not just me playing a bunch of music I like. It's not just um, you know. It's my full show. Yeah. I mean, like it's the it's that old saying like you could put you could put anyone on headline stage and they'd do an epic job. They just need the time to create themselves. Um, you know, a set that's all of them and all of them as an artist. Yeah. 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 I think there's a huge difference from just the the DJing side of 
enjoying every week being able to play at a residency yeah. or the, the the sort of switch towards wow this is an opportunity for me to actually get to a point where if i could play so many tunes that i've made or i've been inspired by yeah. you're taking the audience you're sharing so much more uh and because yeah, like i come, I come yeah. from the same background bro like a uh, pretty religious family on both sides and and you quickly realize that we kind of can see the blessings of not getting too caught up in the 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 scene of uh you know substances and alcohol yeah, and, and sure. these, these things definitely there that start to get in the way and make you think well are the audience actually here for my musical will yeah. they forget half of my set the next morning so yeah, yeah. You know, there's only so much top 40 tunes you can squeeze in before you you wonder what you're up to so <laughs> i know exactly yeah, what right. you're right, it's, it's a cool it's a cool journey for sure and uh hmm. it gives everyone a little opportunity to get their feet wet with djing so i think it's i think it's a great experience nonetheless right yeah man it's 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 been an, e- <coughs> an epic journey and it's had so many ups and downs yeah um you know if i had started getting into it now i think i wouldn't have enjoyed it anyone here as much. <laughs> yes. i think that i got into it when i did it was just epic you know we came up both of us sort of came up in the group with some really some real awesome people you know yeah um yeah. and we've been fortunate in that way to see some even more awesome people grow into some incredible artists over that time yes yes that's right oh it's, it's exciting times man so covering a bit about things to kind of wrap up for people tuning in um there will be plenty of people kind of new into it and figuring out things uh tj's you know producers and even people more in other areas like uh like you know promoting and, and all sorts uh maybe we've got a couple words of uh Wisdom or some uh, little corridor we could shit on that. Yeah, man. Um, <clears throat> this one's always a hard one, eh? Yeah. Um, no, I think the easiest thing to say, and I've already said it today, is just there's there's no rules, you know. Um, do what you do what you want to do, like. Mm. don't be stubborn mm. and you take on board everything that everyone has to say but there's no rules make whatever you want to make if somebody <laughs> like if your mate likes drum and bass and your other mate doesn't and you want to make a song that's buddy house or trap say trap and drum and bass just make trap and drum and bass who cares make it both like that's it. make whatever you want to make and make music for you and not really for anyone else because when you stop making it for when you start making music for other people, then oh. that's when you start letting people down or letting yourself down. Yeah, yeah, that's it, that's it. That's that's really key, because especially with the path I want to go into with being able to make music um, in, in production, so, you know, media, TV, radio, being able to have that element of here, mm. here's what you're wanting, but also here's what I'm keen to provide and being it's able to whole, find it's, you know, it's quite similar to relationships, you know, like you're in a relationship that's not working and you're like, right, i got to work on myself before I work on the relationship. Like you, you nail making music for yourself, then you can go and you can go do things, you know, like your media work and your remixes and whatever you want to do and make music for other people as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's it. I, I totally agree. Like you say, working on yourself first, it just really puts everything after into perspective, right? Yeah. So. Like you just, really I don't know, you need to find yourself as an artist, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Find what being an artist means to you. Like, accept that you're not 
just some dude that makes music in a bedroom, mate. You're actually an artist. Like, yeah. you're a full-on artist. This is an art form, you know? Yeah. No, that's it. That's it, bro. Bro, uh, I think that kind of wraps things up, man. But I just wanted to say thank you so much. And oh, Thanks for having me. Yeah, anything else, sort of, like, things you want to talk about or kind of, like, little things we can keep an eye out coming out soon? Um. Yeah, man, I got tracks coming out. Um, just come hit me up on on my social media pretty much anything um at blueprint prods just p-o-r-d yes um yeah hit me up um we'll have a chat um if you if you're hearing this now and my music's out go check it out and um feel free to message me tell me what you think love some feedback awesome um keep it real yeah yeah so much bro well that was bifano podcast uh with blueprint which i believe is on episode 11 so hope you've been enjoying these episodes and we hope to continue them soon and yeah if there are people in the industry you'd like to uh hear on this podcast let us know we're going to have a facebook and all our podcast platforms up there for you to listen back so i uh, hope you're enjoying it outside of lockdown now by the time you're hearing this and we'll keep in touch for more bifano podcasts Keep in touch. Peace and love, Fano. Sweet, bro. That was us.